Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. And it's my pleasure to welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage, Brett Tremblay, uh, founder and CEO of Get Staffed Up. Brett, welcome back. Hey, Lay, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be back. And now you're a published best-selling author as well, 24 Months to Freedom. Congratulations on the book. Tell us a little bit about the 30-second summary of what the book's about. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, um, we do virtual staffing for lawyers. We're like law firm growth partners, if you will, through staffing. Not lawyers and paralegals, but the the entry-level positions, right? The staff-level positions. And this book, um, I got it right here, 24 Months of Freedom, it really lays out the game plan for who to hire and when to hire and how to hire, what to give them and how that's gonna, you're gonna stack those hires and add revenue, hire someone else, add revenue. So you go from overwhelmed as a true solo, as I know that pain, to having seven positions that then in my estimation, through my experience, every law firm really needs to give the founder not only success, because you're certainly not, that's not the end point, but it's kind of the starting point for having freedom to then do what you want and, and build the firm of your dreams from there. That sounds great. So my book, Staffing Up, The Attorney's Guide to Hiring Top Talent is similar, uh, but is also very different, I think, from, from what you've written up. So question for you, why the 24 months? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I didn't, I, I'm getting that question now that the, the book is launched, but it never occurred to me that that was a long time. I think in, in business, right? It, it's a very short amount of time, but people want the fat, like, you know, seven minute abs, but now we have six minute abs, right? It's like be, people want, want the, the shortcut to success. The reason is hiring a bunch of people at once usually turns into a disaster because you have to onboard and train and retrain, give feedback, train more, give more feedback. And each position needs a certain amount of, of, of training and and tutoring mentoring and then letting them you know learn on their own and you have to build out how often you talk to your team members what the cadence is you know and and if you haven't done it yourself before you're learning how to be a good boss and you're you're learning how to give feedback so some people can do it faster but unless you have a ton of resources or a ton of money in the bank which most law firm owners don't um, it's kind of like we wait to hire until we have this magic number in our bank account, but we don't have that magic number in a bank account because we don't hire. Um, so it's actually, you know, what, what comes first, the chicken or the egg, um, type scenario. And, you know, if you methodically do this and you invest in your people and you do it the right way, 24 months in business is nothing. And before you know it, you're going to have a, a full, uh, squad of administrative team members that are going to be kicking butt for you and giving you the time freedom you need to really take your firm to the next level. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. 24 months to me seems really fast. I like that you've time bounded it. So there's lots of stuff, you know, my book included, which will lay out strategies, but very few of them actually put it on a timeline and say, look, it's going to take you about two years, but in two years, here's what you can do. And uh, and you're right, two years is just a blink of an eye in business. Um, what inspired you to write this book? I think it was the idea that... I've done a lot of speaking. I've been a lot of different events and, 
unless people have it in their hands, because I've already gotten so much good feedback on the book. It's like you can talk until you're blue in the face, but when somebody has something physical in their hands and they read it, that's when it resonates for a lot of people. And I just felt like we needed to, I needed to put it in writing to really get the message across that this is, you know, a lot of people, I need a VA, I need it. Well, what's a VA? You know, that's just a, a virtual system. We're not talking about virtual systems. We're talking about seven traditional positions in a law firm that you need. And, um, you know, I just thought a book was going to be, be the best way to get that done. Well, one of the things you mentioned, which I, I would love to dig into, because I think the attorney entrepreneurs would love to hear this too, this idea of, you know, spending money to invest in hiring people for your firm versus looking at, you know, I've got, you know, cash flow and profitability and revenue and things I have to balance. And now I've got to write a check to somebody else and a check to a second person. And you know, the, the costs keep getting more and more. How do you address that in the book? So first of all, a good employee should make you money. A halfway decent employee should actually make you money. Um, every time you hire someone, it should be to, to save you time so you can spend more time doing what brings the money into the firm. So when you're a true solo, you're doing so many administrative tasks that you're billing at the most 1.5, 1.6 hours per day, but then you're only collecting about one hour per day. That's a proven fact across thousands and thousands of law firms. Um, and and I was there. I've done it before. I know I, I experienced exactly what the statistics tell you. I was stuck at about nine grand per month. I could never get over that and I couldn't figure out why. And it's really easy. It's just a mathematical equation. If you double the amount of legal work as a lawyer, because you have the ability to be a, a very high income earner as a lawyer. And so if you if you like one plus one is still two, right? So if you double the amount you're doing, you can double your income. And that's what I see happen time and time again when people start working with us. So you're getting rid of all of the the um, administrative tasks that are getting in your way of doing more legal work. Um, so, so my experience was I went from nine thousand a month in, in top line revenue to almost twenty the very first month, and I never looked back. It took me a long time to hire. I, I've talked about this on a lot of podcasts, and and what got in my way, fear of failure, that kind of thing. But the other thing was the cost, and so when you hire someone uh, and you take advantage of economic arbitrage, and you hire somebody who's speaks really good English, um, good customer service skills, needs to be trained like anybody else, but uh, smart, educated, hardworking, and you work with them, they just happen to live in another country, then you're able to save, you know, you're paying that person about a third of what you would pay somebody domestically. And that is a huge advantage for big, big businesses take advantage of economic arbitrage all the time. And so for small businesses to be able to do the same then it, it allows you to some breathing room because when when you take on that overhead, it's it's daunting, it's hard, and you kind of like have those moments where you're sick to your stomach and you're, you're like you get stressed, and then payroll comes. Oh my god, how am I going to cover this cost? Um, so so we're, we're we're it's really the best of both worlds where you get somebody forty hours a week who's fantastic, who's taking so much time off your plate and allowing you to do more things, um, but you're also not paying them domestic wages. And so what happens is you do it again and again and again, and you're growing a real business that doesn't depend on you to be there. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. The other thing about that is you're actually getting better at 
doing that at bringing on board offshore employees and training them up because that's a skill too. Reminds me of a story. So um, as you attorney entrepreneurs may know, I'm not actually a lawyer. Unlike unlike Brett, I'm not a lawyer. Um, but I have I have been involved in other businesses before. And one of the businesses I was involved in hiring was a real challenge for us. And uh, we couldn't really afford a full-time recruiter here stateside. Um, and so it fell onto my team. And my team was wearing a bunch of different hats. And so the person responsible for the recruiting wasn't doing a great job of recruiting because she had other things to do. Well, when we got a virtual assistant focused on recruiting based in the Philippines, the number of interviews went through the roof. Our hiring rate tripled. Um, It solved a lot of our problems because that one person uh, didn't cost us much more um, additionally, but the value she provided because she was you know, trained up and really focused on doing this specific task really alleviated a big bottleneck we had in the business. And sounds like Brett, that's the experience that you provide your clients as well. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, that's your experience is mine and and hundreds and hundreds of our clients. I think it's fantastic. So if I if someone's reading this book and and let's say they want uh, a couple of tidbits before they get started, uh, what are a couple of takeaways that you want people to uh, internalize or powerful lessons? From the book i there's a lot of client stories in here so it's not just me and like oh you know brett's really just trying to sell something i mean you have firsthand accounts in here of how people have successfully deployed the strategy and and what it's done for their for their law firm so um and we have stories from all seven positions that we talk about here and and maybe what i will mention is somebody's wondering what are those seven positions so the first and foremost is the executive assistant you absolutely 100% 100% need an assistance. If you don't have an assistant, you are the assistant. And as a lawyer, you're just worth way too much to do all your own assistant tasks. So that's the first one that really has the biggest impact in it. And it's it's quick. It's very fast. Um, the second one is receptionist. And or what I call uh, the title of that chapter is your, your biggest first impression, because a lot of people spend money networking and, and even driving you know, leads to the business. And then they mess it all up with a horrible phone system um, by not having a really good receptionist by doing, you know, these reception companies that, that they sound terrible. They don't always answer the phone the same way. They never know where the attorney is. They don't have the schedule. It's very clear to people that it's a, it's a, you know, no offense to people, but like, this is the perception you're creating. If you call the doctor and, and you got an answering service, you'd be like, that's a rinky dink doctor. Like I'm going elsewhere. And unfortunately, that happens to a lot of us, even though we're good attorneys, like we're not thinking through the client experience. The next is is a marketing assistant. So you got to drive in some leads. Um, so you start driving in more leads and now you need an intake specialist. Very, very crucial to have that intake process with the receptionist who's, who's different than the intake specialist. The phone is passed to the intake specialist. So now in the in the potential new client's mind, you know, they've been elevated to somebody who can answer all the questions about the firm and set the consultation. So that person is, is the job is to set consultation with you. So the first time that the potential client meets you, you're already this this big wig who doesn't have time to get on the phone with them. And that automatically will, will raise your perception in the potential new client's minds. And then the next one is a billing clerk, or I should say a billing assistant. And lawyers man i think on average when i talk to people it's like hundred and fifty thousand dollars we have just sitting out there in accounts receivable we just haven't collected we don't 
like sending bills. We don't like tracking our time the right way. Uh, then we fill bad, so we give discounts on and on and on. And, and that is probably arguably that the second biggest impact hire. Um, the third one is a legal secretary, and you could definitely offshore that one. I even say in my book, if you're going to hire one person domestically early on, maybe that one would be it. But otherwise, you can still be very successful offshore. And the last one is is a fun position called a client happiness coordinator or like a client concierge, somebody who's going to just totally make your firm seem so much different and better and more caring than other firms if done the right way. And then that's going to drive referrals for you. And again, that's how you get a return on that person. So I can just imagine the attorney entrepreneur audience going, oh my God, I'm going to make all these hires in 24 months. I can't afford it. My head's going to explode. This is not going to work. And one of the things to think about too is you may need to hire other attorneys and paralegals along the way that are going to directly, you can bill them out and you can, you can bring in money as well. But Brent, I want to get back to your model. Uh, with those seven positions, is it your vision that let's say a solo attorney, a solo attorney uh, can have those seven positions and no other attorneys uh, on staff? Or are you envisioning, yep, you're going to grow your attorneys and paralegals as well. And you're also going to add in these seven positions over time. Yeah. So so my experience is it, with, with again, we, we've staffed up thousands of people. We worked with hundreds and hundreds of clients is that depending on the type of practice, you're going to get to the point where you're going to need a paralegal and an attorney, you know, right about that sixth or seventh hire, or or you're going to just have so much legal work that you don't you don't know what to do, and that can happen quickly, and that's scary. And 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 when I hired my first attorney, I was terrified that I wouldn't have enough work for them. I had so much work that we had three months later we hired our second attorney. So I went from from having you know uh, about four or five people on my staff to two highly paid attorneys in three months, you know, talk about huge terror barriers. But most of us have a lot of of inertia, meaning things that are just sitting there that aren't moving. That uh, in terms of legal work that we we just don't get to because we always lie to ourselves and just I'll do it on the weekend, I'll do it later, I'll get up earlier, I'll I'll, I'll stay up later. But then the, you know the day just gets in the way. So yeah, you're definitely. You know, there are a few practice areas, um, maybe PI, um, that at you know, you can make a lot of hires and not quite need your your first attorney hire yet. So it really just depends. Yeah. You know, our experience has been usually uh that first attorney or paralegal, that happens really early on in in the staffing up process. And the reason that's that's really helpful for our clients is that person makes some money and they feel really good about that and it helps them. Kind of get their you know get their heads wrapped around this idea of hiring because they know not only will it free up their time but it's going to make the money and like you said they have cases that they're not able to get to that's just money sitting there waiting we have a we have a uh, one of the tools that we use when we work with clients is called the 2010-5 rule i talk about it all the time on the podcast i might have mentioned it last time we talked it's good for transaction types of attorneys and small law firms uh, if you want, if you're a litigator and you want to use the rule, just multiply it by four. What it is, is it looks at how you should be spending your time in a given week. So for transaction attorneys, it's 2010-5 in a given week. For litigators, you multiply it by four and that's in a given month because you know weeks are up and down. But it's 20 hours of client work, 10 hours of business development and marketing if you want to grow your firm, and five hours of admin. And the number that is always off 
every single time is at five hours of admin. Yeah, it's not yeah. five, it's like 15 or 20 or higher. Absolutely. And I think that's where you come in and can really drive that number down. So attorneys can focus more on client work and on bringing in new work, which is exactly where they should be. Precisely. I, 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 in order to get to only doing five admin, you have to add staff. You, you, you cannot, you, you just won't get there. Um, again, the stats bear that out. You'll, you'll be doing 20 hours, 20 to 25 a month, unless you have help, you know, not a week. Um, and, you know, I, I would say hiring a, an attorney too soon is also not great because if you don't have the systems in place to collect that money, you're just adding to your AR. You like you're still not going to send bills. You're going to teach that attorney bad habits. So you're going to be paying this attorney without a system in place to say like, "Look, I'm hiring you, but we've got a full you know we've got a receptionist who kicks butt, so we're not losing money. We've got a marketing person who's helping us fill the coffers, so so we don't you know fall short on cases." You're going to be billing your time because only you know what you're doing, but we have a billing assistant who's going to put all that time into the um, case management system for you, do the pre-bills and all get the bills out with their help so that you know, you're just focusing on being a lawyer. And that's a different situation when you're out recruiting than when you're saying, I really need help. And then you're asking that lawyer to do a bunch of admin time themselves. And so you're paying someone you know, hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to spend half their time being their own secretary, their own assistant. You know, every uh, one of my favorite marketing people argues that anyone making forty thousand dollars a year should have an assistant, which means absolutely every attorney that you hire. And so, when you start adding attorneys, you start getting them offshore virtual assistants, which makes it more attractive, right, to work for you, and that saves them a ton of time and makes them way more profitable. Yeah, for sure. And uh, it, it is possible with law firms these days, which is really nice. A lot of that stuff can be automated depending on the kind of law you practice. And so um, we've actually had some success with attorneys, you know, starting off with a couple of attorneys and then bringing on right away, you know, an admin assistant and then a paralegal and then, and then growing from there. Um, but yeah, I agree. If you don't have your systems in place and you're trying to do it all yourself and everything's manual and you're pushing buttons and pulling levers to try and get money and clients in the door, um, you you don't you're not ready to hire another attorney. <laughs> you just need to shore up your systems and offload your time a little bit first. Very cool. So, question, Brent. I know we talked about this last time we had you on the show. Um, but where do you source your paralegals from? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that no, that's okay. So, Latin America only, and the, and the reason we're in Latin America is because first of all, every, every Tom, Dick, and Harry seems to to want to. We, we've been around five years. We were we were pre-pandemic, but now it seems like a lot of people are trying to get into the game. And the Philippines is where a lot of people go. The Philippines is saturated. And in order to get the top 20% of the workforce in the Philippines, you need a headhunt. You, you can't just, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel if you're just, you know, recruiting, you know, in mass. And um, we have found that the culture, the English, the client-facing skills um, the time zone that everything lines up so much better in Latin America. And that's one of our huge differentiators. Awesome. And are you finding that, um, you know, with all the, you know, we hear something different coming out of Latin America quite a bit. So uh, tell us a little bit about you know, the lifestyle that, that these virtual assistants have over there, the difference that it makes for them to be employed, you know, by get staffed up in their law firm. 
jokes aside, you know, it's like sometimes we say we're a, a family and, and baby making factory. It's like we hire we're hiring these people. And and if you're one of our clients and your your staffers, we call them through us, goes on maternity leave, we pay for that. We pay for that for you. So we continue to employ um that mother and father, by the way, we do paternity leave as well. And then we 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 give you a new person for you know the three or four months that's planned, right? We know that's coming. So we we can hire and have some overlap and all that good stuff. But when you give someone a job in another country, then suddenly they don't need to leave and, and, and try to go somewhere else for success. They, they can be with their family right where they are and buy homes, you know, raise families and, and be successful. And it's just a really, it's the most rewarding part of the job for sure. Love that, Brett. Um, and I think people underestimate the impact that that kind of pay has uh, for someone overseas. It can absolutely make a huge difference in their lives. Whereas here, you know, people won't take the job <laughs> for that kind of money. They can't, right? Like you, you can't work for ten dollars an hour here in the U.S. and and have a family. It just doesn't work that way. And that's what we call economic arbitrage. So, fantastic, Brett. Really enjoyed having you on the show today. Any last takeaways that you want to mention? No, I mean, you know, you talked about that there's not one way to to grow a law firm. And you talked about some success you've seen having, uh, you know, attorneys early on. The advantage there is that they work with you and they work with 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 a coach, right? The law firm success group to help lead them through and think through, you know, the the different hires to make and the different ways to automate, as you mentioned. And that's what I'm an advocate of. You know, we, we are a staffing company. And um, we're not, you know, your 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 coach. Um, you know, we definitely have our opinions on the next the next moves to make. What we argue in, and what I argue in the book is that if you make these hires now, you're in a, a really good position to to start living the freedom lawyer lifestyle, which is making your own decisions, not because out of out of necessity or or out of poverty but because it's what you want to do and and how you want to do it based on your values. And then, you know, you're in a position to potentially work with you, for example, LA, and really go to the next step, uh, next level, even more quickly. So, um, you know, the, I've gotten a lot of good feedback about the book and, and I'm excited to read yours, um, LA, you know, we can, uh, we can sort of cross check notes and, and I bet we say a lot of the same things. Yeah, um, and 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 maybe also have a slightly different perspective. You coming with a cool perspective for not being, you know, within the law. Me having a law firm, and um, you know, I, I I hope that people are consuming all the good podcasts and the knowledge you're putting out there, and and we're just helping people grow, and that's a cool thing. I love that, and I look forward to that. Um, I love the idea about the uh, the the lawyer freedom lifestyle. Better yeah, freedom lawyer lifestyle. Right? Freedom lawyer lifestyle. Yeah, I uh, share with you a quick story. One of my clients worked with her for some time, probably about three years or so, and she managed to kind of staff up, and she had you know, the infrastructure in place in terms of assistance and all of that. And then she finally took her first four week vacation. She was ready to do it, and uh, she actually wound up having to extend it to six weeks because she couldn't get back in time. But when she got back, and we met with her. Like she had this big beaming smile on her face and she said, oh my God, it felt amazing. I was gone for six weeks. I didn't bill an hour and my firm still made me money. <laughs> and that's what we talk about. And every attorney can have that. 
if they work smart and if they avail themselves of resources, you know, like like what you have there, it gets staffed up. So, Brett, congratulations on the book. Where can people find it if they want to order it or listen to it? Yeah, um, twenty four months to freedom is is uh, you know the 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 website for the book, um, but we also have a uh, a URL or a landing page just for your listeners, Alay. So if you go to getstaffedup.com slash lawyer business advantage, then um, you have, we have, you know, a link for the book that's right there. And also if, if you're interested in, in staffing up and working with us, there's a discount that's on that page and something that we thought we would do uh, just for you and your listeners. Awesome. Thank you for doing that, Brett. We'll make sure we get that in the show notes as well. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me again. I, I really enjoyed it, LA. Keep up the good work. And you do the same. Everyone, that is Brett Trembley, CEO and co-founder of Get Staffed Up, and now an author. Uh, the book's name, again, is 24 Months to Freedom. Thanks, Brett. Talk to you soon. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.